Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. Reading from the Acts of the Apostles, in those days King Herod laid hands upon some members of the church to harm them. He had James, the brother of John, killed by the sword, and when he saw that this was pleasing to the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. It was the Feast of Unleavened Bread. He had him taken into custody and put in prison, under the guard of four squads of four soldiers each. He intended to bring him before the people after Passover. Peter thus was being kept in prison, but prayer by the church was fervently being made to God. On his behalf. On the very night before Herod was to bring him to trial, Peter, secured by double chains, was sleeping between two soldiers, while outside the door guards kept watch on the prison. Suddenly the angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the cell. He tapped Peter on the side and awakened him, saying, Get up quickly. The chains fell from his wrist. The angel said to him, Put on your belt and your sandals. He did so. Then he said to him, Put on your cloak and follow me. So he followed him out, not realizing what was happening. Through the angel was real. He thought he was seeing a vision. They passed the first guard, then the second, came to the iron gate leading out to the city, which opened for them by itself. They emerged and made their way down an alley, and suddenly the angel left him. The word of the Lord. The angel of the Lord will rescue those who fear him. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be ever in my mouth. Let my soul glory in the Lord. The lowly will hear me and be glad. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us together extol his name. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Look to him that you may be radiant with joy and your faces may not blush with shame. When the poor one called out, the Lord heard and from all his distress, he saved him. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Taste and see how good the Lord is. Bless the man who takes refuge in him. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy. I, Paul, am already being poured out like a libation, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have competed well. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. From now on, the crown of righteousness awaits me, which the Lord, the just judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but to all who have longed for his appearance. The Lord stood by me and gave me strength, so that through me the proclamation might be completed, and all the Gentiles might hear it, and I was rescued from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil threat and will bring me safe to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. The word of the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. You are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, 
For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Yesterday at Mass, I asked how we know St. Matthew's Gospel was authentic and really written by St. Matthew. We know because St. Irenaeus of Lyon, who was a disciple of St. Polycarp, who was a disciple of John the Apostle, told us so. He wrote it in his book, Against Heresies, in 180 A.D., In that same book, St. Irenaeus defended the perpetual virginity of Holy Mary and wrote how she participates in our salvation. I then posed the question, if you believe that Matthew wrote his gospel because Irenaeus, being an early and most credible source, told us so, why would you not believe what Irenaeus wrote about the Virgin Mary? What about the authority of Peter in the church in Rome? Did Irenaeus write about that? If so, that would be credible evidence for the fact, would it not? Well, here is what St. Irenaeus wrote. We shall confound all those who, in whatever manner, whether through self-satisfaction or vainglory or through blindness or wicked opinion, assemble other than where it is proper by pointing out here the succession of the bishops of the greatest and most ancient church known to all, founded and organized at Rome by the two most glorious apostles, Peter and Paul. That church, which has the tradition and the faith, which comes down to us after having been announced to men by the apostles. For it is a matter of necessity that all other city churches agree with this church in Rome because of its preeminent authority. In the 16th century, that preeminent authority given to us by Christ, who gave us the office of Peter, was shattered to pieces in the Protestant revolt. A scholar wrote, as in all anti-Christian revolutions, statues of the Savior were spat upon, knocked down, and demolished. The body of Christ was often injured and reviled in the Blessed Sacrament. At Nimes and Paris and other places, the tabernacles were broken up and the hosts thrown out and trampled upon, both by men and by horses. Many relics and statues of French saints, like Martin of Tours and Joan of Arc were destroyed. In Lyon, they threw the relics of St. Irenaeus into the river, but not before they played soccer with his skull in the streets. What a tragic scandal is the disunity in Christ's one church. The good news, as we know from church fathers like St. Irenaeus, is that the early church was Catholic. And so we celebrate today, we honor those two most glorious apostles, Peter and Paul. For it is a matter of necessity that all other city churches agree with this church in Rome because of its preeminent authority. Authority. 